You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMS Cast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special repeat guest, Allie Mathis from the Lifter LMS team. How are you doing, Allie? I'm great. Happy to be here again. How are you, Chris? Good. Allie is further securing her lead as the most repeat guest on the LMS Cast podcast. Um, We've been working on a project at Lifter um, called the Recommended Resources page, and that's what we're going to talk about today. How do you want to lead us in? I'm super excited that this page has um, has launched. So I know there's a lot we can we can talk about related to it. Maybe you could start out by just sort of giving everybody an overview of what this page is and why we decided to put it together. Absolutely. It's at lifterlms.com forward slash recommended dash resources. <clears throat> also, if you go down to the bottom of the website of lifterlms.com, you'll find a resources area and there's a, a link to the recommended resources there. But a lot of people know Lifter is an all-in-one solution for building your WordPress LMS website. It combines e-commerce, all the membership functionality you would need, engagement functionality, and it has all the LMS stuff, the courses and the quizzing and the assignments and the reporting and everything. So it's really an all-in-one in that ecosystem of WordPress LMS website. You don't need a separate e-commerce plugin or membership plugin or whatever, but the reality is as a course creator or someone building a training-based membership site is you still need a few other tools and you know tech, hardware, software, apps to get the job done. And I, I mean, everybody's really busy. Like I think we're living in a time we're recording this in the summer of 2019. Every time I ask somebody, how are you doing? They always say the same thing, crazy busy. And, uh, but I think course creators, especially, they have like an even extra little layer of busyness because they got all this, all this um, you know, different areas they have to excel at for their project to even work and become a success. Part of and that. Sometimes, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sometimes it's not their full-time job either. It's yeah, side projects. Side projects. So they have their full, their you know, their regular job, their their life, and then they're trying to put their course together too. I think that's a really good point. Like if I was going to write a book on the side, like a nonfiction book or a um, you know, a novel, mm-hmm. I, I could just I just need a computer and a word processing program, and I could kind of get started. But creating an online course, if you're going to do that on the side, it's not that simple. You can't just, I mean, you need some more things to come together to start putting it together. Right. And that's, that's really the genesis of it. Because, um, you know, one of the things that makes courses so valuable is the multimedia interactive nature of it. I mean, you're, you're, there's never been a better time in history to create scalable training content on the internet in order to do that you have to have you got to get a few things right it's not it's never been easier and more possible for anybody to do but you still need to get things like a website video camera microphones um 
I don't know, maybe we should go over some of the categories of all these tools we were talking about, all the tech and gear. Yeah, um, we, we can go through what some of the categories are on the page, and then I'd love to talk a little bit about what your personal experience has been with, you know, putting your course sites together and your personal stories with related to some of these things like hosting. I know you probably could talk about hosting for <laughs> four hours. We won't, we won't do that, but maybe we can touch on some highlights or some horror stories or some good stories. So yeah. Um, yeah. You want to go through what some of the major categories are on the page? for people Sure. Yeah. And this is like a living document or whatever. We're just trying to make it more valuable over time, but we've got hosting, domain name registration, email, CMS, which stands for content management system, themes, page builders, LMS plugins, third-party add-ons, SEO plugin, Google Analytics plugin, forms plugins, analytics, payment gateways, email marketing or CRM, uh, meeting, automated meeting scheduling, project management, video editing, video hosting, virtual meetings and webinars, Video camera, microphone, computer, and design services. Wow, that's a lot. I but, think there are 40, no, 48 resources on the page, actually. Yeah. And it, but the reality is what happens is people end up in research mode and they're looking at 480 and, and their brains explode when they're trying to like pick the tools to get the job done. I mean, Allie, you and I really relate on project management and we've yeah. done it online and we've used. <laughs> Basecamp, we've used Asana, we've used Trello, we've um We used Jira just, for a while too. Jira. Mm -hmm. We've done like, you know, kind of rough project <laughs> management, just doing it through email. Yeah. But, but like how valuable is it? Like pretend you were if you could go back in time to somebody who is just getting into uh uh online project management, like if there was somebody with a lot of experience and be like you know what? There's a lot of tools. There's literally like 50 project management tools out here. But if somebody was like, here's a short list of ones that you might want to check out, that's really valuable. Yeah. I mean, as a company, I think we piloted, you know, many different systems for like a month or six weeks or even two months, some of them at a time before we decided that they maybe weren't the right fit for us. And then, you know, had to start from scratch and move on to something else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. it's, I'm laughing because you know that always drove me crazy because I don't love change. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't yeah, either. Yeah, it would have been helpful, you know, if somebody was like, here are three really awesome ones that you can try out and one of these three will be a good fit for you, you know. Yeah, I, um, I, I went through that. Like you mentioned three. I think three is a really good number. <clears throat> um, uh, so I was trying to level up my audio capabilities for creating courses and just working on the internet. And in the beginning, what I recommend every course creator start with, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see me holding up my, I have an iPhone. So these are the Apple earbuds. That's all you need to get started. Like don't overcomplicate it. The world's not going to collapse if you don't have a, yeah, you know, using right now. yeah, you're good. Yeah. And your audio sounds great. Um, sure, you can. I have, I've had used microphones in the past that you have not approved of. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> not all earbuds or headsets are created. Either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> but so we have, uh, like, this is a this is the uh, like seventy nine dollar Audio Technica twenty one hundred USB microphone. 
So when I wanted to do something a little higher quality than my earbuds, I got that and this little boom mic thing that cost 15 bucks on Amazon. And now I have something a little fancier where it's called the Samson Go Mic Mobile where I can uh, walk around and I'm not attached to the computer. That I'm not professional level. I'm not doing like Joe Rogan podcasts, like studio quality audio through a mixer or anything like that. But I'm good. Like for most course creators, these one of these three is fine. But I see yeah. people spend months shopping for audio equipment and just overwhelm, getting overwhelmed or spending too much time and money. Right. And then you get stuck and it, it delays like your content creation and your whole course and your revenue stream, really. Yeah. And I just want to spotlight Jonathan Farley and Mark Mays over at Tools for Course Creators because they really, they are audio and video professionals and mm -hmm. they took me to school on like, they helped me figure out that based on what I like to do and the fact that I have a whiteboard and this office I walk around in, they, they're the ones who got me this. And I'm, it was like just that the stress relief of them saying like, this is the one you need. And, you know, based on your budget, like I was like, I don't want to spend a lot of money on a microphone setup right now. They're like, that's the one you need then. And that's what we're trying to do for people, not just on the, the hardware, but also like the hosting as an example. We see a lot of people, um, it's in every Facebook group that involves WordPress. Like what hosting do you recommend? And then there's like million, there's like 50 answers. Yeah, and we used to do, client services really right that's how the company started um codebox the parent company of lifter lms and so that is a question when i was in over in client services that i had to answer on a regular basis you know questions or problems with hosting <laughs> yeah yeah it comes up and people um I, I was talking to somebody literally just yesterday and they were on not a great host and the host was on they were having problems with the website and i was helping them out and then we realized they were on an outdated version of PHP and that mm -hmm. host would not upgrade them or show them how or said it wasn't even possible. And there's nothing more frustrating when you're building a site to like get started on the wrong foot. I mean, it's like you, right. you got to go on a journey and if the first step you like twist your ankle, it kind of sucks. And that's a big red flag. Like, I mean, I don't want to go down the hosting rabbit hole, but when your host won't upgrade to, you know, the current version of PHP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we want to just, you know, make that easy. And, you know, there's a lot of themes out there in WordPress, and we wanted to just, there's some that have put a lot of great special attention on Lifter LMS, so we wanted to spotlight those. And it's also, uh, like, people don't know what they don't know. So some people don't realize, like, I want to have an online course, but they're like, what's a form plugin? I'm like, oh, well, You've, most websites have a contact form. And by the way, you can do some advanced things with forms inside your courses. But just having them see that like, oh, it was important enough for Lifter LMS to put that, that category of, you know, plug-in on there. Like, that must be important. Maybe I should check that out. Because it's also, what do we not know? Mm -hmm. um, I think the number one question we get asked outside of what Lifter can do is, what do you recommend for video hosting? So because we get asked that question like almost every day through multiple channels, it's on the list now. So now we have some short list of video hosting. Right. I think, well, it starts with like, how does video hosting work? And then what do you recommend for video hosting? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. Uh, 
So like there's a lot of, I, I think I mentioned that there was at last count 48 different resources on the page, but um, just eyeballing it, there's probably about, I'm going to guess like 20 categories that we have here for resource types. Do people need something from every single category? Um, like what are like the bare bones things, the minimum, uh, the MVP, like what do people absolutely need and, and what are sort of the, you know, the nice to haves versus the need to haves when you're starting with your website? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. So we want like minimalist minimalism is key. So we could put like thousand resources on here if we wanted to, but we're trying to help with the overwhelm, not create more overwhelm. And I think it's important to note that there's different types of people out there getting into courses in terms of how much complexity they want to manage and deal with. Mm -hmm. So you could be like a beginner, very new to WordPress not really tech savvy and still pull it off. You're going to want not, you're going to want a few less things than people who are more advanced. And I can give an example of that. And first of all, I just want to note that some of these items on this page do have some affiliate links and we put that on there. Um, it doesn't cost you more money, but we do get a commission if you buy through our link, but that's not the driving force of what we put on here. The number one goal um, is to just help you with, you know, find the tools you want to for your platform in as little as time as possible and without wasting money. Um, but minimalism is what it's all about. Like every website needs web hosting. Every, you need a domain name. You need, uh, in my opinion, email marketing and CRM. You really do need that. It's kind of fundamental. Um, you know, you could skip the form plugin. Like you could just put your email address on a page. You could skip the SEO plugin and worry about that later. Um, you're probably going to want video unless you happen to have like an audio or text-based course. Mm -hmm. You know, project management you may not need. If you're not doing coaching or um, consulting or not doing like sales webinars or one-on-one -on -one virtual meetings as in your sales process, mm -hmm. you could probably skip the virtual meeting. But I mean... <clears throat> Really, this is a pretty minimal list. Uh, there's a few that you could kind of call out here if you want to go bare bones, but even the ones that we do have like some third-party recommendations that are, you know, nice to have, but maybe not essential third-party add-ons. Mm -hmm. But it's really pretty fundamental. If it's important enough for us to put it on there, like analytics, in my opinion, you, if you're the website is the business, you really should be integrating Google Analytics from day one so that you can make data informed decisions. So that's why it's on there. Mm -hmm. The form plugins, they're on there because we don't want you to get a bunch of spam email because you put your email address on directly on your website, not behind a contact form. So even though some of these things feel a little extra, we're taking a minimalist approach. And I, I know one you added today around is around design services. We're recommending yeah. a tool called Design Pickle. I see, let's be honest, folks, 10% of you listening to this are, are wonderful and fantastic at graphic design. And <laughs> if, if you want to get like a, an image of your course design, like every course has a featured image, we recommend, you know, getting some professional graphic design help with that. So uh, design pickle something we recommend over there. We've been using that ourselves and love it. So yeah, it's, uh, 
it's a comprehensive list, but it's not really like, it's not meant to let's make this list as big and as massive as we can. Right. Right. Um, so when you first started out, Chris, when you made your, well, what was your first course? Was it the one about frying an egg? They were omelets actually. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I called it the poet omelet method. Poet stands for perfect omelets every time. Oh, um, <laughs> so you, I still have to take that course. When you, um, when you made your first omelet course, what did you start with? And like, did you have a checklist that you were referring to or did you just kind of like make it up as you went along? Did you have a mentor? How did you get from, from the idea of having a course to actually having a course? I had, I had nothing. Like I had no mentor, no, nobody guiding me. I just kind of challenged myself. I couldn't explain it. I was compelled to like figure this online training thing out. And my omelet course was more just a test of like, can I do this? And that mm -hmm. first version of a course I put up on Udemy. And um, so pretty much all it was was my laptop. I had an external video camera on a tripod. Okay. and you know, my laptop had some video editing software in it. You know, I didn't really do much with the um, post-production of it. And it was only a six-lesson course where I teach six different omelets. And uh, and I was actually house-sitting for somebody. And I actually recorded it in their kitchen. And to this day, they don't know that their kitchen is all over the internet <laughs> with uh, my <laughs> omelet course. But uh, that's it. It was really just my computer and a video camera and then you know whatever i needed to like do my thing so some some food some <laughs> eggs <laughs> yeah and that was it but it's you know now even the computer itself like the built-in video camera on a computer uh-huh is like if you're going to do talking head and you know for most i would say almost the majority of online courses you're good to go with just the um uh, the, the your built-in video camera and some people don't even put their there's not a need for a talking head and they just do screen share or they're you know videoing something out in the field so yeah I've seen people also like do video recordings of their like a PowerPoint presentation for example yeah yeah keynote or PowerPoint is a really mm -hmm. popular way to get started and we've seen people um, even for the video piece, we're using actually using Zoom to record this, which is that virtual meeting and webinar software where I recommend. You can actually record your court, your lesson videos by having a meeting all by yourself and hitting the record button in Zoom. And yeah. There's all kinds of little tricks like that. And Zoom is free for the you can you know, you can upgrade to different plan levels, but the basic plan in, in Zoom is actually free. So yeah, that's a really good point. We we tried yeah. to recommend too. We're always conscious of like price and and uh, helping people get their course and their project launched without breaking the bank. Because you can always improve things. Like I I told you about my microphone journey, um, right. Over time, but so for example, like on email marketing, you know, Mailchimp I often recommend is a great entry point. They have a free plan. You know, you can do your broadcast emails. And mm -hmm. uh, you can do a lot for free. It's just a great entry point. <clears throat> your earbuds that you already have are free. Great entry right. point. Your your computer you already have is gr free. Great entry point. Uh, a lot of the form plugins. <laughs> no, they're not free. <laughs> a lot of the form plugins, not all of them, but have a free version that's very suitable. Right. Um, that's true. 
Yeah, SEO, like the SEO plugin Yoast, it's there's a free version. So a lot of this stuff, it doesn't mean you got to go buy something in every category either. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one one thing I want to talk to you about or ask you about because I get this question a lot. I see this question from our customers a lot, and this is one of our categories here: are page builders. Is a page builder required with Lifter LMS? And not. if not, because I know the answer. <laughs> When do you recommend a page builder? Like who is a page builder for? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, first of all, WordPress by itself is a page builder. It builds pages mm -hmm. and with the block editor that came out at the end of 2018, it has more page builder like features which continue to grow and expand. So for a lot of people, they don't need a page builder. They're good with just regular WordPress and their theme. Mm -hmm. um, so when we... It's often the other way around where people just come at us and they're already using page builder. They're like, you know, I use Elementor, I use Beaver Builder, I use Divi. They're they're just page builder first and now they want to get into online courses. And I'm like, all right, we're ready for you. Okay. But sometimes if they come the other way and they're like, <clears throat> you know, I'm doing this uh like more complex marketing campaign and I need a landing page that has like this really specific layout and all these other features in it. It's starting to sound like page builder land where you're doing complex designs and you want to get them done quickly without like doing, you know, custom design from scratch. Page right. builders are great for that. Like Astra has the Astra starter sites, which mm -hmm. is, um, you know, a way to get even more, um, you know, kind of beginner page builder layouts that already look great, designed for a specific pur purpose with either Beaver Builder or Elementor. And they have some stuff for Gutenberg now that is, uh, you can just drop right in. So, but the reality is like the theme of this show, I'd like to just mention that I'd recommend is just being a minimalist. It's easy to get overwhelmed and just get too many plates spinning that you, you almost forgot that the main goal here is to help a learner on uh, somewhere else in the world through the internet achieve some result by taking your course. Right. So I always like to come back to that. Like if your audio's like not perfect, but gets the job done, is that going to make or break the, um, you know, your student learning? If, if you have a fancy layout on your homepage that you did with a page builder, is that going to make or break the, the, is it going to prevent you from getting a sale or helping that learner learn? So sometimes we have to get out of our own way and get launched as minimally as possible, but then you can mm -hmm. come back to this list and, and, and just improve, iterate, improve over time. Yeah, yeah. And so um, another, another category, which I think is interested, interesting that we have here, and I think it's because we use it a lot ourselves, is the automated um, meeting scheduling. Because that can really save you a lot of, you know, we've talked about saving time, money, and focus can really save you both time and focus, I think, you know, um, as, you know, a course creator or somebody who owns their own business. Yeah, you, I can't, I can't yeah. tell you how, like I used to schedule meetings all around the world, like manually. I can't, I can't even, <laughs> I'm not going back to that I world. That. I know. <laughs> we, well, we did too. When we, when we did client services, we had clients yeah. right all over the country, like uh, all over the country, all over the world, and in every time zone, it was constantly like you know we use um, time 
time zone conversion websites to make sure <laughs> we're all talking about the same thing, but you know, misunderstandings can happen a lot. And in this sort of like global economy. Yeah. It's uh, just like, here's my link. And then you right. just wait for them to appear. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's, that's, I think that's important too, just to mention yeah. like for a meeting or a scheduling for a course creator, one of the counterintuitive things I recommend, especially if you have a higher price program is, make it possible for people to schedule a call with you. Cause a lot of people don't necessarily like spend a thousand dollars or more without having talked to you mm. first to make sure, you know, to build the relationship, build the trust and see if you're a good fit for each other. So I highly, that's why it's on a list. It's, it's helpful in doing that. It's helpful for doing like post-purchase coaching scheduling. It's helpful for if you start working with, um, other freelancers and contractors and people on your team to like schedule call times and stuff. I mean, you'll just use the heck out of it once you start uh, working with other people. And so that doesn't necessarily, or it doesn't have an actual integration with Lifter LMS, but that's just something that you would throw up on your website separately, correct? Yeah. Or use like just to run your online training business by email or whatever, where you send somebody a link to schedule a call with you. Um. Yeah, I think that's great. And the last thing I wanted to ask you to touch on again, since I think this could maybe scare some people that are just getting started, is is the video editing um, category. Do you need to be a professional video editor to or have those skills to, to get your course off the ground? Well, I would just ask you that's listening or watching this right now, <laughs> if you if you're, have listened or watched this podcast before, uh, this is near episode 300. It's been going for four years and all I do is I chop a little bit off the beginning and a little bit off the end, if that, and that's my video editing process. And they, and I, these podcasts still deliver value, even though they're not totally perfect edited. And also the, um, you know, if I'm doing like a PowerPoint slide narration, inevitably I'll mess something up. It may, sometimes it's okay just to be human and like fix it on the fly and go for it. So uh, I'm not saying there isn't a place for editing and like, but you don't, don't let perfection uh, <clears throat> be the enemy of just getting the job done. So, and, and tools like you learned Allie recently, fairly recently, how to use ScreenFlow, which is a video editing tool for Mac. Mm-hmm. Personally, I only use 5% of what it does. Yeah. I'm just dragging things around, cutting them up and s- sending it out, but it does a lot more. What was it like for you getting going with ScreenFlow? I mean, how hard was it? It was, uh, there's definitely a learning curve with it, but there are a lot of like YouTube videos. I wouldn't um, underestimate the power of a good YouTube video <laughs> yeah. to, to, get, to get started. And, uh, and as long as you have, you know, the right computer and the right equipment for it, it's, it's, it's not too complicated to just do a little bit of chopping here and a little bit of chopping there. Like you said, I probably use, you say you use 5% of it. I probably know how to use like three and a half to 4% of it. <laughs> I know that there's a lot, it has a lot more power, um, you know, than, um, than I even would know what to do with. But yeah, there's a lot of great video tutorials out there to help you get started with, with a lot of these things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, any last words you want to say about, about the, um, the resources page or anything that like you're super excited about that I forgot to ask you about or that you want to make sure that our audience knows about? 
I would just say to keep coming back to it. It's at lifterlms.com forward slash recommended dash resources. Um, also, just don't don't feel like you have to like get it all at once. It's it's a resource. It's a it's a living document, and and we do have something called the Infinity Bundle, which is our biggest bundle. It has a, a weekly call that we run in it called Lifter LMS Office Hours Mastermind. And some of the, the topics that come up in there are discussions around these things. So, you know, we're, we're kind of putting this, just kind of this list to these frequently asked questions that we get like all the time, like what video hosting you recommend and stuff. But if you want to have a more in-depth conversation around it, not just with Lifter LMS, but with other course creators, just like you who are, you know, using these tools, learning what they like, learning what they don't like. I'd encourage you to check out the office hours mastermind call that happens every week. And that's a, a benefit of the lift LMS infinity bundle. That's a good point. Do you have any final thoughts, Allie? No, I, I mean, I just think that like this page was born from the fact that we're always talking and thinking about what we can do to help our customers be more successful and, you know, their success is our success. And, you know, we, we really want this to be useful. So, you know, we welcome any feedback anybody has. They can always, you know, send us a, a message through the contact form on our website. If there's some resources that they're looking for or have questions about them, we're happy to, happy to answer them. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue, freedom, and impact in your life. Head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet.